1: Welcome back to Simplify Your Small Business. David Wolf here, as always, with Melanie Rembrandt. Melanie, good morning.
2: Hi, David. How are you today?
1: Doing well, as always. I should, uh, Usually, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. And, uh... Today is another day that I'm doing well. So happy to be here with you. For those of you joining us, we're here to simplify your small business in an unbelievable number of ways, as always. Today is no exception. We have an expert to talk to us about how we can simplify and improve our marketing processes. Justin Miller is a small business sales and marketing automation specialist in Fusionsoft certified partner. And the president of Profit 911 Business Consulting. He joins us. Justin helps business owners get more customers in sales by implementing marketing systems in their companies. We love this. Uh, and he's going to help us learn how to simplify them. By the way, he's appeared on dozens of TV and radio stations, and now he's appeared on this podcast. Justin, welcome to the program.
3: Thanks, David. Excited to be part of this.
1: Absolutely. Welcome, Justin. We're glad Hello. to have you. Hi, Melanie. Hey, you know, if it's about simplifying, improving processes, we are there. So glad you could be with us. In your world, Justin, what is the number one problem you see? Small business owners, entrepreneurs, what are we struggling with? And why do you think that is?
3: So the number one thing I see with the people I deal with, so we're not talking brand new business, but established businesses, they have more unconverted leads than they do customers. Mm. Meaning... Boy, if all those people that had said they were interested actually had purchased our product or services, we'd be in a completely different place right now.
2: So that leads into, well, how do you fix that problem?
3: Well, of course. So,
1: so. <laughs> Melanie, she dives right in. Yeah. I want
3: it's the I want her.
2: bones here. <laughs> well,
3: uh, well, that would infer that at some point we dropped the ball, right? Uh, we, right? We gave up at some point and we let them go about their merry little way. Yeah. And most business owners, myself included, <laughs> err on the side of uh, letting go way too early. So we, we fail to understand that our prospects are busy. They have lives, they have drama, they have fires to put out in their own businesses and purchasing our product or service might not be the most important thing to them today, tomorrow, next week, m- next month, sometimes for six months.
1: I just well, had to scrape my jaw off the floor hearing this. No, I mean, it's true. I mean, we do, <laughs> do, we do drop the ball. You mean, I'm not the most important thing. Not everybody needs an audio book or a podcast. Now, well, today. Darn. Oh gosh. Thanks, Justin. I, I, you know. No, it's, it's, it's cool. You're right. We do drop the ball. We run, we get fatigue and we think about ourselves instead of about them and their agenda and their schedule, right?
3: Yeah. I mean, my very first business that I actually owned was a wedding event entertainment company. Oh, wow. So this was an an interesting example and proves the point Mm -hmm. because... We would have brides were our clients, you know, newly engaged females, and they would go on like an information hunt right away. They start thinking wedding, they start researching everything wedding, right? Right. And the problem was a fair amount of those people, after they gathered all that information, set it aside for sometimes six or more months, literally. We had follow-up in place for an entire year and still had people coming back a year after we initially tracked them.
1: Wow. That's a long sales cycle as as they go, isn't it?
3: It is. And if you spoke to most people in that industry, they would tell you, no, people are deciding, you know, within a couple of days of calling me.
1: right. Right.
2: So, it sounds the like they all went to some big wedding conference and convention and got all this information <laughs> and waited.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh,
3: right. A blitz, a wedding blitz. Uh, exactly. Um, you know, they have that bridal shows, right? People walk so, around, they gather a bunch of stuff and throw it so, in a bag. Uh, so, Justin,
1: right. is it the fact that the cycle is long and, and so we as entrepreneurs can run out of steam or have a manageable system to remember to follow up? Or what's the... Sort of,
3: How do you close the loop on this? Yeah, so it's twofold, right? The first is we're biased to our own buying style. Hmm. So the majority of people that tell me people make their decisions in a couple of days, well, that's how they purchase. And therefore, they see people that purchase that way and they ignore the rest. They just don't even know they exist. Um, And the way we close the system is you have to decide at what point we manually stop following up. So most people have a point they give up. And the reason they give up is because it's taking too much time, effort, and attention. And as business owners, our time's valuable. At some point, we got to call it quits. But we live in a world of technology where a ton of that follow-up can be automated. You know, we shouldn't be giving up with media like email, SMS messaging that's automated, direct mail. All those things take zero time and effort out of us. They take money, so we have to make sure the math works, but they shouldn't be taking time and effort. So this, this is where people err is. They do the hustle, they do the grind, they get the low-hanging fruit, and they ignore sometimes the bulk of the leads uh, that just kind of float through, and they disappear out the back door quicker than they come in the front door.
2: And I know a lot of small businesses know there's this automation out there, and I know you offer it through 911, but what should people look for when they're looking for these automation processes?
3: So we need processes that are conditional meaning everyone doesn't fit the same mold and the follow-up is based upon what actions they take. Now, beyond the ability to do that, there's three points I'm looking for. So if you want the three bullets, one is it has to be multi-step. So it's not just shoots out one email and gives up. The second Mm -hmm. is it has to be multimedia, meaning we're not just emailing we're not just calling we're mixing and matching and we're having email and direct mail we're layering things together mm. uh, and the third is it has to be able to do it over the time period that you deem you know feasible for a realistic purchase cycle by the way the weddings was an easy example because we knew when their wedding date was and we could cut them off you know oh right A, right, a, a right. months before that it's like
1: an endpoint a very defined endpoint
3: yeah yeah you know, that
1: Which, makes it to uh, yeah
3: which is not the same with people coming into my business right now and looking at marketing services. You as a business owner,
1: mm-hmm. as
3: long as you're in business, you still potentially are a lead for us. Exactly. Um, so it stays so live. Have,
1: it's, a, yeah, it's an open, an yeah, open we circuit. Have, we yeah.
3: have to kind of change and say, okay, after maybe maybe after 18 months, we're no longer going to spend money on you, meaning we cut off direct mail, but emails continue to go. You know, we make judgment calls like that. And that's mm. why it's important that out the gate, we have multiple media to play with.
1: Beautiful.
2: So Justin, if entrepreneurs and people listening to this want to start this process and kind of improve their marketing automation, what kind of tips would you provide for them?
3: They need to think about their strategy first. So most people that go down this wormhole are amazed and astounded by the technology and the shiny objects. And this is the problem. There are plenty of platforms to choose from there's new players in the software game by the day. Mm -hmm. So they really need to sit down with, you know, paper and pencil. You know, when we meet with clients, we literally, we don't, for a whole day, we aren't on computers. We are on post-it notes and markers and putting stuff on a wall. And that's where I think they should start is kind of mapping out what they want. And then they should go and hunt down software that matches or find someone like me that specializes in that and we can Mm -hmm. help match them to something close. But a lot of options. So I don't recommend they go hunting first. I recommend they deal with strategy first. Right, And I
2: love that, that it's old school Post-its and actually taking time to think about what you want to do as opposed to just jumping in and buying some kind of technology.
3: Yeah, yeah. A lot of people have a lot of software products they've never, uh, <laughs> they've never uh, opened and learned to use. Nope, our best tool in our 2,000 square foot office here is a blank wall in our conference room.
2: I love that.
1: Yeah, the blank piece of paper to to get started. You, of course, can talk to them about strategy, help contextualize a lot of what technology is available, what it can do into a broader strategy, an overarching strategy with the expertise that you have, right, Justin? So that's
3: good stuff. Yeah, and the rules and the technology changes every week, too. So if you're trying to keep up with that, that's full-time business, all your own full-time job. So we can help you establish whether or not this is something to do in-house something to train your assistant on, or something to outsource, and we can help you figure out what makes you know, more financial sense for where you're at.
1: Love it, Justin. You are the founder of Profit 911 Business Consulting. For more information about everything Justin does for small business, Profit911.biz is the website. Melanie, any final words from your side?
2: Justin, this is great information. Any other last-minute tips you'd like to provide our audience?
3: Yeah, so the hot thing right now, if you're not using it, you need to be using text messaging. There's a lot of ways to do it, but any of them are better than nothing. So if you're not incorporating it, figure out how to use text.
1: I've heard, by the way, to that point that text messaging, uh, the open rates tend to be a lot higher. Is that uh, (laughs) concur with...
3: With what uh, you were yeah. uh, the um, response. The last stat I heard was 95% opened within five minutes of sending. So yep. Uh, yep.
1: unbelievable. It's a different rhythm. It's a different thing, isn't it, Justin?
3: Yeah, yeah. And it's it's a power to be harnessed, and the rules are changing by the day on that as well. So it works, works great now. Might not six months from now. Who knows?
1: Yeah, right. The rules are changing. Justin Miller, Profit911 Business Consulting. The website, again, profit911.biz. Thanks for joining us on the
3: program. Thanks a lot for having me, guys.
2: Thanks, Justin. Have a great day, everyone.
3: This podcast is a part of the
1: C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.